0: Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at trustandthrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode.
1: Hello, everyone. So today I'm actually trying something different. I feel like I say that very often. But it's something, it's something so small, but we'll see how it goes. So usually I have my mic kind of attached to a stand, like a really short stand, and I put it on a table. If you use the Blue Yeti mic, that's what I use. So you know that it comes on like a little mini stand. And I took it off today, the stand, and I'm just holding it in my hand and trying it out, just chilling on my couch. I'm trying to embrace my more authentic self when it comes to recording. And of course, when I have guests on the show, I sit at my desk and I'm more professional. And not that I'm not professional now, but I've noticed that I sometimes am afraid to just, I don't wanna say let go, but just be myself completely, if that makes sense. Of course, there's always going to be somewhat of a filter in anything I do, just because that's part of being human. We have our own boundaries when it comes to vulnerability. But still, I think I feel very comfortable sitting here as if I'm talking to a friend. And so I'm testing this out. It feels a little more natural to just hold on to the mic and to talk in it and not overthink every little thing I will say. So I'm back with another solo episode. I hope you all are enjoying the solo episodes. I honestly have not posted this many solo episodes in a row in a very long time. For the past few years, I've been pretty set on guest episodes, having those very often. And at one point I had basically a schedule of posting like three episodes, three guest episodes a month, like three guest episodes, three to four in a row. And then a solo episode, there was never a set, a set version of that, but that's what it usually looked like. And so now I'm embracing the solo episode era of the show specifically because like I've mentioned before, I know I say it a lot, but it's, Affecting the podcast. So I want to make it clear I've been wedding planning and it's, we're getting close and it's just genuinely, first of all, I'm so excited for it. I'm very blessed and thankful and stoked for it to come. But it, I underestimated how much of my energy it would take to plan, along with just, you know, being in school and seeing clients. But I really did not think about that. I really underestimated how much energy it would take. Truly trust and thrive is my baby. I am very, very passionate about this work and these conversations that I've had on the show because as I've grown as an individual, I could tell that the show has grown in many ways and I could feel it, even the conversations we've had. I'm just very thankful that I have been able to chat with so many wonderful, open-minded, like-minded individuals and, and of course with other people who see the world differently too, which helps because I learn a lot. And so part of me has compartmentalized, I don't want to say compartmentalized maybe, but part of me has kind of set aside all the energy that I want to put into trust and thrive because I don't have it right now. So most of my energy right now is going into all this planning that I haven't been able to fully put myself into trust and thrive in ways that I want to. And of course, with other responsibilities, I've done it before, you know, working or going to school and doing this, but I've never also had the wedding planning on top of it, and it has been a lot, and And I realize I've been hesitant to mention that because it's something I'm so excited about and feel so privileged and lucky to be experiencing, and I can acknowledge that. I can acknowledge it is a blessing, and it also is incredibly stressful and takes a lot of energy, so emotional energy specifically, so To myself, I am being more compassionate with maybe not being at a place with the podcast that I want to be because because I know that even with emails and reaching out to people, I haven't had that same energy to do it and there are so many ideas I have for the show moving forward and things I want to do and I just have let myself focus on this once in a lifetime experience that is wedding planning and knowing that trust and thrive will be here. And even if I have a few solo episodes and guest episodes once in a while, I will get back on the grind and and I will get back to what I want for the show after my wedding. And And I'm hoping this makes sense because to me, it does. To me, I'm like, I somewhat I've noticed I just really have to compartmentalize sometimes like I can't give my all to trust and thrive right now in ways that I want to and obviously not my all because I have other responsibilities and things in life in general (laughs) that even if I'm done wedding planning it would be hard to give my 200% but I will be able to give a lot more than I can now and so I'm letting myself embrace this wedding planning and just enjoy it and put my energy in it. It's it's a lot of work. So I'm understanding myself. If there's a little, I don't want to say pause in the show because it's not paused. I'm still recording solo episodes, but it would feel a lot more different if I had more time. So I just want to share that because I know I've been a little disappointed in myself for not being super consistent in ways that I would want to be because usually in the new year, I'm extra motivated. I have a lot more guests on the show and I get excited about that. And it's not that I haven't, you know, been able to get guests on the show. I just have been struggling to even keep up with like, and I don't mean that keep up, like I'm getting all these messages, but just keep up to myself, like with reaching out or responding or setting a time. And I've just been very overwhelmed and I was feeling very burnt out going into the new year. So I'm letting myself I said this, I know I'm repeating this like a hundred times, but I'm letting myself just be okay with this and know that I'll have even more time and energy to put into this. And I'm just so excited and I'm obviously so excited for my wedding. I don't want it to be over because I just can't wait for it. But of course I am looking forward to more time and energy going into this because as much as I love wedding planning and it's been a big chunk of my life the last like year and a half, I, I love the work I've been able to do here. And even just being a therapist, a new therapist, I'm a therapist intern. Let's make that clear. I'm not a licensed professional. Being a therapist intern has been such a privilege and I've learned so much about myself and In this episode, as you can tell, I'm just talking about some personal experiences and feelings like other solo episodes. I just hope you can feel less alone in some way by hearing me share these parts of myself. So something I've noticed even just as a new therapist is I'm still in school right now. So it's very, it's a very interesting experience to be in school and to be seeing clients because because in school we're taught like very black or white thinking of this is right or this is wrong or this is how you show up as a therapist and this is how you don't show up. And in that it's very easy to, well first of all, overthink how you show up in the room and also lose parts of your personality. And I noticed that about myself because I was so worried about doing the right thing. Okay, hopefully you don't hear that alarm. Because it's been going off for a while and I waited <laughs> for it to stop. <laughs> but I'm just going to keep talking. Hopefully it's not annoying. So, and I noticed that I was a little afraid to show parts of my personality. And of course, there are always boundaries. As a therapist, there is that power dynamic and that you have to be aware of and acknowledge. And there are certain ways to show up that are ethically and legally right. And of course, to be professional. But at the same time, I'm learning that I can bring in parts of my personality and my authentic self into the room. I can be there for my client in ways that Tara would be, because at the end of the day, it's about the relationship we have. And, you know, I'm not trying to say that there's one way to show up as a therapist at all. I'm so new to this. Like, I'm so new to this that I'm learning every day. I have one week where I think sessions went great. I feel good about how I showed up for my clients, and other weeks where I cry and feel like everything was wrong and I don't know what I'm doing. So there are ups and downs. It's such a roller coaster. And I think very often we talk about the client's relationship with the therapist, and I'm learning so much, obviously, on the other end, too, of what it feels like as a therapist. This is just one experience compared to what other people go through. We all have unique experiences as professionals as well, but I've really been learning to bring in parts of my personality and who I am and embrace that. So as I'm learning about myself in the client-therapist dynamic and as a therapist, it has affected me in so many ways, personally, professionally, with Trust and Thrive, as a student, as a daughter, as a friend. So I'm going to give an example. I have been, and I think this relates to any industry someone is working in or whatever you're doing, we may not realize it, but all of those areas, all those parts of our lives connect. The relationship we have at our workplace, the relationships we have with our friends, While we may show up differently in those ways, what we learn in one area is going to affect another area, even if we think they're unrelated. So, I want to give an example. As I've been there to support my clients, you know, there have been certain topics and issues and situations that have come up that obviously I can either resonate with or I don't resonate with, but I'm learning something from. And I've noticed that as I support my clients or uplift them or show up for them, it's made me want to do the same for myself. Because, for example, this I'm just going to give a general example, obviously, because I can't talk about my clients. But an example would be if a client brought up a relationship issue or something, and we're maybe working on something that I... I'm noticing my own life. It makes me think, okay, if I can be there to support them, why haven't I done the same for myself? I was telling my mom this the other day too, that I've heard a lot of people say that like when you have kids, and this is just like a general statement, of course, doesn't resonate with everyone, but I've heard the statement from many people that when you have kids, there's just like this different feeling, this different level of love and maturity that can come up that you just feel that you just you love them so much and you care about them so much you didn't even know you could feel that way and and you just shift and for me I felt for so many years of my life up until I was what am I now like 28 <laughs> up until I was like 25 I felt like a child and I still do at times but I lived with my parents for a long time. So for so long, I still felt mentally, even though I was growing and I, you know, I would like to think that I was maturing in many ways, I still felt like I was that kid. And there's been such a huge shift, obviously, in just living with my partner and being engaged and working and all of that. But I felt a huge shift since I started seeing clients. And of course, a big part of it is because I feel I I care so much about my clients And there's this level of thinking, well, I have to be okay. If I want to show up for my clients, I have to be okay. I can't show up for them if I'm not doing okay. And there was a different level of responsibility for someone outside of myself. And I'm not saying, of course, that like my client wouldn't be fine without me. Like obviously there are other people that would be at the place I'm working at or other therapists that could be there for my client. It's not about the fact that it has to be me. It's more about caring about showing up for them because I've noticed that there are times when I was really struggling and I've had to compartmentalize. And I I think I've done a good job at that, thankfully, where I can compartmentalize and be like, okay, whatever you're feeling right now, it's not that I'm not going to feel it. I am going to feel feel it and sit with it and experience it. It's not me avoiding, but it's me telling myself that I need to compartmentalize for today and I need to show up for my clients because this is their time. This is their hour, their moment, and I'm there for them. This is not about me. So I've really learned to compartmentalize in that those ways and show up for them, but it's still hard. And so it makes me feel, this experience in general, my internship has made me want to show up for myself even more so that I can show up for them in more ways. Because I genuinely care about my clients so much. And even though they're not my kids, that I brought that up, even though they're obviously not my kids, I just brought up that phrase that I had heard about motherhood because it reminded me of that. I'm not a mother. So to me, that just felt like somewhat similar in the way that you were caring about someone outside of yourself. And of course, I always cared about people outside of myself but there's a different level of no matter what the therapist and client have a different power dynamic that has to be acknowledged obviously I'm not going to think oh I'm their friend I'm going to talk to them about myself no like obviously not that's why I really even been more passionate about taking care of myself so that I can be there for them and I'm not really sure how this came (laughs) up in this episode but it did and I think I'm just learning a lot in this process, and while I'm kind of going through this transition phase, and we get back to all the guest episodes and other solo episodes, I just wanted to share where I'm at because I I have been going through a lot of transitions from you know seeing clients, the fact that we get married, even though it may not feel like a huge difference, It's paper or things change like to me. There's a lot of grief that can come with that because, you know, a lot of things are changing, and I still sometimes think I'm like 13. I'm like, I am going to be a wife, I am a client, I'm there for someone else. When I still feel like I'm in, like I'm in elementary school, like <laughs> it feels so odd sometimes, and that's something I'm, you know, working through all the time. Is it's it's those feelings that come up. And I don't want to say imposter syndrome necessarily, but just acknowledging and accepting where I am in my life and also realizing because I think when I was a kid, at least, I thought that like one day you just feel like an adult and that's it. Like I remember looking at the store Forever 21 and thinking that they seemed so old. Like You know when you're younger, you're in elementary school and the middle schoolers feel so old and then you're in middle school and the high schoolers feel so old. And then you're in high school and you're like, oh, when I actually turn 21 and I shop at Forever 21, I'm going to be so old. And then you turn 21 and you're like, wow. You're like, you turn 21 and it's like, oh, wow. And then I'm like 25 and I'm like, 21-year-olds are babies. And I'm 28 right now. And I know I'm really young. I know it. But one day I'm going to look back and be like, oh, my gosh, you're like, oh, my gosh, you were just 28 thinking that you were not far along and thankfully, I've really worked on embracing where I am in my life and actually feel really good about, you know, how far I've come in many ways and acknowledging that life doesn't end at 30, which is ridiculous that I ever, ever thought that. Um, but I'm really embracing just every moment and embracing that some days are going to be good. Some days are going to suck for no reason or for a specific reason, but I won't always understand how I feel and that's okay. Okay. Oh, and another thing that came up, I mentioned how my experience seeing clients has helped me learn so much about myself. Another example has been how I have been learning to, you know, have uncomfortable conversations and sit with discomfort. I mean, I've just been doing that in general because I'm working on my people pleasing and patterns and beliefs and behaviors I don't want to necessarily pass down. And at the same time, I've learned so much from this experience of my internship and being in supervision. I've I've been inspired in my own life to have uncomfortable conversations. And something about being there for my clients has encouraged me to be that person for myself and be like, you know what, Tara, you can do that. You will be able to survive that discomfort. You will be able to get through that. Your needs do matter. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to care about someone and to be hurt by something they did. It's okay to disappoint others at times. It doesn't make you a disappointment. It's okay to not have the answers. And there's so much that I've said to my clients that I'm thinking to myself, I need to hear this myself. I think that's the beautiful thing about showing up in that room is what you learn about yourself as well and how that affects how you show up in the room for your clients. And so I'm not going to get too into that dynamic because, of course, it's also still so new to me. You know, I'm only like a four-month-old baby therapist, but I've been learning a lot, and I'm very thankful for that experience, and I really think it's helped me grow in many ways. And it's just made me feel like, I don't want to say like i become a mother, but it's just, I felt a shift. I don't know what it is exactly, but I felt a shift that like, I don't know if it's like a maternal thing, a protective thing or maturity thing. I don't know what it is, but I I feel more not just empowered, but I feel I'm trying to think of the word of how I feel. I feel more empowered and confident in the ways I show up, even when it's hard, even when it's uncomfortable. That does not mean I don't struggle. That does not mean things are easy but I have become more confident with knowing that I can survive uncomfortable situations and that I can survive moments that felt like the end of the world when I was younger. If I had an uncomfortable conversation or was dealing with conflict with a loved one before, it felt like the end of the world. And now being like, you know what? We can get through it. So I honestly don't know the specific topic of this episode, but I'm letting myself embrace that things don't have to be perfect. This podcast episode doesn't have to be organized in a specific way. Like when I started, you know, four, four years ago, it's going to be five. It's going to be five years ago at the end of October, beginning of November. And not that necessarily it was like super organized before, but I tried to go in with, you know, some bullet points, some things to specifically talk about in solo episodes. And now I just see where my heart takes me. And of course, in guest episodes, it's a little different. I'm a little more prepared for those, I'd like to think. And I'm just so excited to have more conversations. Honestly, I hadn't recorded an episode in a while with a guest. And so when I did with Dr. J two episodes ago, it was just so refreshing. He also had just such a great personality. Energizing. You know, you have some conversations and you feel drained, but I've just felt so energized. It's just so refreshing to have these conversations. And I'm just incredibly grateful and thankful to you for your patience throughout this process. I've really underestimated what wedding planning would be like, and thinking that I could, in quotes, do it all. But you know what? It's okay. I'm listening to my needs and my body and setting boundaries with myself and saying, you know what? If I don't have a guest episode every week at the start of 2023, it doesn't mean I'm a failure. It's okay if I'm just kind of putting more of my energy to that planning until it's done, and then more hyper focus on this as well. So I'm letting myself be human and figure things out and record on my couch and be messy and complicated and complex. And that's just really me. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and this little catch up. Thank you for being here for listening. I always wonder what listeners are doing when they listen to episodes because i know, you know, i either drive and listen to a podcast, i never listen to my podcasts. Don't take me wrong, i'm very proud of what i've done even the guest episodes, but i do not listen back. Once it's recorded, once i've edited, once it's posted, i do not go back unless i'm you no, know, you know, i'm taking like a clip or something. But other than that, i always wonder what listeners are doing whether you're cleaning up, whether you're driving, you're commuting somewhere or you're cleaning you're home or you're just sitting on the couch chilling, whatever you do, or you're working while you do it, I'd love to know. I'm always interested. So reminder that you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. Please feel free to send me a message. Let me know if this resonated with you or you just enjoyed listening to someone else's life update. I would appreciate that as well because I'm just always incredibly grateful to hear from listeners. And I truly appreciate you. So thank you for being here. You can leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple podcasts, if you've been enjoying the show. And you can also leave a rating on Spotify, which I found out recently. I didn't realize you could do that, but they have ratings now or they have for a while and I've just lived under a rock. So who knows? But that being said, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope you take care of yourself and I guess the next episode will be in March, huh? So I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.